0: You're listening to Joe and the Seven One Dine podcast.
1: Yes, this is Joe, and this is the Seven One Dine podcast. Now, before I get everything rolling on Keep Their Heads Winging Part Two, I've had some family members reach out to me and saying, "Joe, you had us do all these Seven One Dine mentions, these bumpers, these—we don't even know what they were—but you had us say Seven One Dine, and you had us say it a lot." So to appease them, I'm going to play the first batch of these mentions from these family members and then maybe they will finally be happy.
0: 7-1-dine
1: 7-1-dine 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 7-1-dine
0: 7-1-dine. 7-1-dine.
1: 7-1-dine.
0: 7-1-dine. 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 7-1-dine.
1: 7-1-dine. And now, everything is right with the world. All kidding aside, fam... I love you. Thank you so much. I'll make sure to incorporate these in future 719 podcasts. All right. So, last I left you, we were wondering if I had a son or if I still had a son. So, to answer that question for you, because I know you've been sitting on the edge of the seat that you are sitting in, here we go with part two of Keep Their Heads Winging and my conversation with Maritza from the best of the West wings fest I had a son well I still have a son I have a son who was nine ten years old and he's like hey dad can I get down with these wings and I'm like yeah so you know at a young age he liked them but I saw these these little ones who they just wanted a waffle and they were willing to yeah let's let's cook mm-hmm. you up a, a waffle and I just thought it was so welcoming
0: Yes, and nobody well, seems stressed year Last year, our photographer Alan uh, Thunbeck, our friend and photographer, um, he captured what my favorite picture that I believe encapsulates WingFest. Um, if you go to our Instagram, uh, Best of the West WingFest, all one word. Um, if he, if you go on there, you'll see a picture of a mom with her baby strapped to her front. And he was—I don't know—he was less than a year old for sure. And she had a beer in one hand, (laughs) a wing basket in the other, and the baby had his face was full of wing sauce, and (laughs) he was like biting on a chicken wing. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Like that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah. It just. Yeah, I was I was blown away, and and you know the number of of families that just seem to be having a good time. I think a lot of those families are gonna be like, hey, we went, this was awesome, you know, keep it in mind for for next year. You know, they're telling their friends. And I thought Uh the timing of it, you know, because if you were to have it say from five to ten at night, that's gonna give that's gonna give that, hey this is probably twenty one and over, but to have it mm-hmm. that middle of the day, um, I thought was just perfect. That that kind of says it's indicative of of families.
0: Well, not only that, but um, you know, I think that it also one of the things that we did. So sometimes some of these food festivals do include alcohol, right? Yeah, and then what happens? Sometimes some of us might, um, go a little bit overboard, right? Because it's right. free. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to pay. There's nothing. So what happens? You, you can go a little bit overboard. It, it happens to the best of us. And then that's not conducive to a family environment, right? So we do not include alcohol with our ticket. T- you do have to purchase your alcohol separately. And, you know, I really don't, you know, I really don't think that that's a bad thing because there's plenty of people that didn't drink alcohol. Um, we had a mocktail vendor that also had, um, they were the vendor's um, water 147. They were giving away. Oh, yeah. The- I stopped
1: by there and got filter. a water.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they were giving away free filtered drinking water, and if you'd like something a little bit more, they had some mocktails like super fancy, gourmet infused with herbs and juices and things like that. Mocktails, and I don't know how many people stopped me and was like, "Oh my god, these guys are amazing! You need to have them back next year." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, no problem."
1: Yeah, I stopped by there, and he's like. I, I he's like, what do you want? And I said, I like seltzer. I like it fizzy. I don't like it too sweet. And then he's like, hey, do you want this in it? It's kind of a calm and mood. And then you want some agave? Okay. And I was just like, yeah, man, just throw it in there. And it wasn't it didn't come across as gimmicky
0: right, yes, good, 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 so so, yeah, so again, you know, just little things like that that you can um that we can include to to make it more inclusive, more family friendly, uh, you know, if one of my friends that um one of uh, our friends from Miami flew over to to support nice. us and to come to our event, and they did not; they were not able to make it last year for our inaugural one. So this year, he's been he's come to visit us quite some, quite a few times um, in the time that we've been here. And this time, he sat down at one of the picnic tables that were provided, and he told me, "He's like, you know, Maritza. I don't think I've ever seen Colorado Springs as diverse as I saw it in your." Oh, event. without a doubt on saturday they, they were people from all walks of life you had your older folks you had your younger folks you had the kids people black people white people hispanic people asian people everyone everyone was there um in fact actually we had about a week before our event, we had a, uh, deaf person that reached out to us and he was like, Hey, you know, um, I'd love to go to your event. It looks like such a cool event. I didn't know that he was deaf and I was like, yeah, you know, come. It's going to be a great time. Bring your friends, bring your family. And he was like, well, the problem is that I, I'm, I'm deaf and I wanted to know, do you have any interpreters at your event? And I was like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. And I've never seen an interpreter at any event in Colorado that I've been to yet. So I was like, well, I would love to help you have an amazing time at our event. Can you steer me in the right direction? And he gave me the name of a few different um, uh, American Sign Language uh, interpreter uh, companies here in town. And uh, we made a decision to go ahead and and do that. And so we had two interpreters for him that uh, walked around with him um, during the event and and helped him have an amazing time and I think you know we have a, a friend for life he's an amazing individual and um he had nothing but great things to tell us while we saw him at at the event and I, I mean really it just brought so much joy for me to be able to include someone else you know a different another demographic someone that i I was not even think remotely about thinking yeah.
1: Yeah, it's – it's. I mean, I saw people engaging with each other. I saw people, you know, uh, two different families walk away from a from a food cart or a food truck uh, or one of your vendors that they weren't together but they'd walk away, you know, because they had the same wing and they looked at each uh-huh. other like, damn, this is good, you know. So they're interacting and, yeah. you know, based on that. Maritza, my last question for you is – you know, there's so many foods out there, you know, different, different types. And like, why do you, why do you think there's this connection with wings? There seems to be a different bond with people and wings.
0: I think it's the history of wings. I don't know how much of a wing connoisseur you are, but um, I can tell you briefly that, the chicken wing was quote unquote created um, upstate New York um, at supposedly the anchor bar. Right. Okay. And, and they accidentally um, ordered wings. And so, so that it wouldn't be a, um, a cost, a loss for them. They decided to put them on the menu and it, you know, it took off from there, uh, quite literally. And then, you know, when are the times that people eat wings? People eat wings at football games. And what are people doing at football games? They're coming together for a purpose. They're coming together for the love of a team, they want to win together. They have this shared love, right? Um, and I think that that's what wings do. Uh, when people go, uh, you know, you're having a barbecue with your friends and your families and your house and your backyard. You know, if, if you're grilling up something, you're grilling wings. Um, they're, they're on there. They're, they're on uh, the menu at so many events and parts of our lives that um, that bring us together. So I think that that is why you have that. Um, everyone takes their wing place seriously. <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember calling uh, a local vendor. This is a number of years ago, five, six years ago or so. And I remember calling a local restaurant about four o'clock and he was very, very nice. But I said, Hey, you know, can I put in an order for wings? And he just started laughing and, And I I started laughing, too. And he goes, you're calling me at four o'clock, you know, two and a half hours between the Raiders and Broncos Monday night game. Like, I can't help you. And I understood. And he was super cool about it. But Uh I thought, man, I'm not going to call any more wing places because they're probably the same.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, and you know, back home in, in Miami, whenever UM played, University of Miami, or the Dolphins, and, you know, it's hard to be a Dolphin, <laughs> I have to tell
1: you. <laughs> right.
0: Um, we love the Dolphins, we love the Broncos now, too, you know, we're, we're adopting our, our Colorado team yeah. as well, but back home, we would go to our favorite wing place, and, we you know, we would put that order in a few days before um to make sure that we were they were able to accommodate All the wings, and we would take, we would always be the ones to take wings with us to whatever house party we were watching the game at. Um, Or even if we were doing some tailgating, you know, before the game, we would take wings with us too. And, you know, it's funny, you said something earlier about trying to duplicate someone's recipe here in town. And Flip, to this day, still, whenever he makes wings, he tries to make his wings like the place in South Florida. Um and he tries to to duplicate that and he's gotten pretty darn close I will tell yeah. you um but um I, I'm more than welcome to taste all his variations of that same wing <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly and and you know everybody has that story of mm. oh man when we lived in X state or X city this guy would mm-hmm. make these wings and everybody has their own twist. You know, everyone will do. You know, mild, medium, hot. I remember watching a TV show on the Food Network where this guy was cooking hot wings. He had to wear a gas mask, and I thought, okay, that's a little too hot for me. But yeah. but then they have those unique flavors. I can imagine in Miami, you probably have like a a, a a Cuban spice, you know, dry rub or something. You know, that would come from that area and. You know it...
0: well our funny enough, funny enough um our festival favorite winner he also took um quite a few other he, he took two other winning categories as well was Las sauces from Denver, and his, his wing was the spicy Cuban um,
1: yeah. and
0: <laughs> he he um marinated it in adobo um and um orange. Um, juice and and slices and um all those um, Caribbean type saçons. Uh, it, it you know, to me, what he sent to me his description of his wing. He did, when I asked all the restaurants for that, most of them just gave me, you know, the name and a little description of what it is. Um he went above and beyond. He gave me the name, the description, and he gave me like what he was doing. And I was so tempted to screenshot that and put that up on our social medias because my my mouth was salivating sure. it. Was all the work that he was putting into that was phenomenal and you know his hard work paid off the people loved it the people ate it up for sure
1: yeah i mean i've had you know jamaican jerk type uh chicken wings i've had curry chicken wings i mean it's it that's what i'm talking about is the people adding their culture
0: Next year, uh, we didn't have any this year, and next year I want someone to have j- chickens. I want someone to have a curry chicken wing. I want a Korean wing. Um, I know that there's a brand new Korean, uh, Korean chicken place not too far from our, our home right now. Um, and it was just when, when they opened up, it was just too close to wing Fest. And so they weren't able to join us this year, but I'm hoping to, to bring them in for next year. You know, I want to be able to represent as many amazing different cultures that bring uh that create Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs has grown so much, even in just the three years that we've been here, uh, you know, we hear it from people that have been here for 10 years, for people that have been here their whole lives. We hear all the change that's going on and we want to be representative of that. Um that's why we have the different bands that we do with different sounds. We don't want it to just be one sound. We appreciate all of those festivals that do have one sound but that's not what we're about we want it to be a little bit of everyone
1: yeah and I'm looking forward to when I hear from you about a restaurant that doesn't do chicken wings necessarily and somebody Mm -hmm. went to the to the cook to the chef and said hey can you do a chicken wing and that person's like hell yeah watch this and then they're entering (laughs) it for that marketing you know that yes. that making those connections, and like you said from Buffalo, maybe just by stroke of of pure luck, uh-huh. now chicken wings is on the menu.
0: Yep, and and you know that's one of the things that we um, we like about it too, because now you know all these people that came to Wings Us. They're going to look at those little wing passports that they had, and they're gonna see. They're gonna take those home with them, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, we need to go and visit this this place. Those wings were great." And then, what other foods are they going to, you know, now try? They're gonna go and, and take business to all these different places.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can imagine myself. You know, I need to go to flighty fowl because I need a whole plate of those peanut butter bacon jamming, but I'm sure yeah. that's for every vendor, you know, it's like, Hey, yeah. you know, I had a great taste. My wing was humongous, but I need, yeah. I need more, but I also want to see, yeah. Hey, what else does he have on here? Cause you know, I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of when things sound unique. Like the first time I saw a Monte Cristo, I was like, okay, wait a minute. You're going to take <laughs> two different types of cheese, turkey, ham, make it like French toast, put powdered sugar on it and I dip it in raspberry jam. Yeah. Heck
0: yeah. So when I was Find looking at
1: a- that peanut butter bacon jam and I was like, yeah, that is something I have to try.
0: Yes. And his new flavor this year was the Palisade Peach Habanero. That was delicious. Right. It was amazing. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what he's gonna come up with next year. And just like all all of them. All of them. They're gonna come back next year. Um, and they are, they're all gonna kill it. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to the continued growth of this. Um, we are so thankful, you know, the response that we have received, so grateful. Um, the city has really taken us in and, um, shown us some love. And we want to, all we want to do is to continue to create value and, um, and, and, fun, cool, new ways of all of us interacting with each other.
1: So, yeah. And I think, I think that's one thing that some people miss is, you know, you, you forget the fact that you're going to get out of the community, what you put into it and it's it's, it's up to you, meaning the understood you to get involved rather than just sit back and wait for the community to reach out to you
0: yeah and you know we were kind of a bit selfish as to why we started all the things that we did when we came here I mean both my husband and I are uh, born and raised in Miami and although we've traveled all over the world we've never lived anywhere else and you know we had our five-year plan to move all over here and we did it we we didn't just talk about it we did it um but we could have come here and just kept to ourselves or we could have gone to whatever events were going on and, and been happy with that and tried to meet people in that way. But we didn't, we saw um, a gap in the market and we said that we could fill it with our, with our dreams and our visions and little by little they, they they're becoming reality. And Again, we love it. We're we're so grateful, so so very grateful.
1: I bet. What's your next event?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you probably don't um, want to talk about it right now.
0: <laughs> well, you know, there's, you know, sometimes we we need to dial in and we need to focus, and I I truly think that the only reason why Wingfest was the way that it was this year was because we had the foresight to step back. And analyze what we really wanted and our two monthly events, our nerd night and our memoirs, we did have to scale back and we had to stop those events. So we, we had very little time, right? Time is money and time is the, the valuable thing here, right? You're you're not going to get time back. You can get money back, but you can't get time back. No, you sure can't. So we had to invest all of our extra time to WingFest to be able to make this a reality. So um, right now we do have our memoirs um, event. We... Have a friend of ours that has decided that they want to try to take that back up and, and, uh, represent that event that's happening next Wednesday, um, the 27th at the Alexander, uh, public house off of, uh, Fillmore. And Nevada. Okay. Um, and um, so we're going to go and support him with that endeavor and, and see how that goes. I think that for the foreseeable future, we want to continue to nourish Wingfest. Yeah. And we want to continue to put the attention that it really deserves and that it needs to continue the growth in the right direction um so i think that that is all that we are capable of doing at the moment now that's not to say that maybe in the future we're able to hire a team to continue to create amazing events in the city um and i would love that i would love to do that Um, so we'll see, we'll just see what the future brings. I'm not, I'm not quite sure.
1: Right on. Well, again, what a great event. I appreciate you letting me come visit it. And just again, well done.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. We appreciate you for coming out, hanging out, having a good time. Um, and we hope to continue to work together and see you at the next one.
1: Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it.
0: No problem.
1: Anytime. Yes, ma'am. Enjoy the rest of your day.
0: Thank you. You too. Take care. You too.
1: Bye-bye. And there you have it. The conclusion of our Keep Their Heads Winging Part 2 and our conversation with Maritza from the Best of the West Wings Fest. All right. For the second episode that we'll have coming up in the next few weeks, I need you to put your ear a little bit closer to the speaker, maybe even turn your headphones up. I've always wanted to make a recommendation, a restaurant recommendation to a friend, someone I know personally, someone I know so personally that I know the type of food that they love. And so I reached out to my friend Sarah, and I told her, your mission should you choose to accept it Is to head down To old Colorado City And visit Experience One of the best Greek restaurants Colorado has to offer That's right I'm talking about Jake And Telly's. She had to do this Complete This clan clandestine mission Without me so that she could report back to all of us, uninhibited and unadulterated, a true and concise and honest report on her explorations. And with that, just one more thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Keep Their Heads Winging, part. Two. Looking so forward to the next few weeks, the response still has been overwhelming, and I can't thank you enough, Southern Colorado. Again, thanks to Maritza for joining me, and until next time.
0: Don't forget, you can find the 719 podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, basically wherever podcasts are located. That's where we'll be. Visit us at 71Dine.com.